Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in very rainy, uh, wintry, Christmassy Seattle. And I get the pleasure and the honor of doing something that I love to do during the holidays, which is interview my three daughters. So they're all in studio with me today. And this is your third uh, time on the air, your annual event, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, many of you who listen to the show, you've heard me talk about my kids because I adore them, as most people do. You know, I cherish my daughters a lot. And so instead of me talking about them again, <laughs> I thought it might be kind of fun if everybody just says something about the other people in the room. You know, if, if you could describe or give some interesting characteristics about your sibling or, oh, I gosh, me. This is great. I feel like I'm part of it, like the breakfast table yeah. like, for you guys. Like, this is fantastic. I get to sit here like, literally, I'm in your house Aww. enjoying family time. So. Well, you know, Benny, you fit right Thanks. in. Well, thank you. And you're welcome anytime. I appreciate that. And you're cook, so yeah, you cougs. Yeah. I think that's my only foot in the door. No, 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 no. you got a great sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do have one husky in the house. That's fine. Yeah, we yeah. do. We're very lucky that Mina, who's the youngest, who's the mm-hmm. husky, who really doesn't care about sports, doesn't own a husky t-shirt, <laughs> anything. I'm, I'm the only one that own a husky coffee mug, and that's about oh, it. Well, that's okay. So the Cougs, who are <laughs> like, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the glare from time to time. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're diehard fans. They even fly to go <laughs> oh. watch games. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. So we don't have a lot of competition in the house, football-wise. And for those of you who don't live in the Seattle area, um, the University of Washington and Washington State University are rivals. Even years after you graduate from college, mm-hmm. I mean, people will make comments, Mariam, you have a cougar license plate. It will be someplace like public and people will make comments about positive yeah. or negative about your license plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to repark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they saw me. I got to move. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I, I uh, had never experienced this as a young person, so I'm, I'm still shocked. And You're enjoying it. I actually do. It's really fun. It's really fun. So who wants to describe who? For, well, maybe Mina, do you want to start describing uh, your siblings first? Okay. Well, maybe we should just do one person at a time. Oh, that's yeah. a great that idea. Confusing. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to start with Mariam because I was talking about this before. <laughs> um, so I have a good anecdote for you guys. Um, Mariam's like kind of like the quintessential nurturer of the family. Um, and last year I went to El Salvador to do some research and I got lice (laughs) and I was in finals and I was already studying at Mariam's because she's awesome and likes to sleep on the couch when I'm watching TV. So she'll just sleep next to me until like 4 a.m. while I'm writing papers all night. So that was already really sweet of her. And then in the morning I um, discovered I discovered some bugs in my hair (laughs) and called her hysterically crying. And she like quarantined me in her really nice apartment (laughs) and picked lice out of my hair for probably like 48 hours. I know, right? Yeah, like monkeys. The little monkey. (laughs) Exactly with the vision I went with. Yeah. And I I was so happy when they were younger because my whole family, when I was younger, we all had lice. There's five kids. We had lice. And so I was like waiting for the day when the kids would come home. She just thought we would like be under seven. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But nobody got it when you were little. So it was really quite shocking. In fact, you're calling me, is this what it looks like? What are the Mm -hmm. eggs like? I mean, we were doing like a little science project over the phone while Mariam was. um, Except for my parents wouldn't come to my place. Yeah, no. Good. Just keep her at your place. You're fine. Just call us when it's over. We'll do everything over the phone. You're great. Just tell us how much the medicine. Was right, right. <laughs> exactly that. That yeah. is true. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my contribution that's to Mariam. That's a good story, but that really is how she is. Yeah, so. yeah. I guess I will describe you then. Or, no, or we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna all do one person. That was Mina's idea oh, first. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not too confusing because we're like the Eminem family. It's a little. <laughs> so confusing. I need to describe Mariam. Yeah, more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that's good. Um. Well, she's she is a little bit of a fashionista. <laughs> I will go ahead and put that out there. Both of my sisters are actually, and they always um, give me grief a little bit about what I'm wearing and what I'm not matching. 
Um, even in the car this morning, I said the new jacket I bought that Mina helped me pick out that doesn't match anything. Like, oh no, this kind of jacket matches everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused too. because every other outfit I wear, you guys <laughs> tell me that it doesn't match. So both Mariam and Mina are um, really into fashion and they dress very well. <laughs> Mariam is very nurturing. She'll probably be the first mother of us three. Yeah, maybe? I think that's true. And Mina, want, Mina wants a niece or nephew badly, so <laughs> I think we're taking working on that. Yeah, 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 we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in fact, Mina, you're so cute because you talk about your womb aching for a child, oh and you're only 22. So, no, you know. It's, it's just biological. It's wow. not. Like, it's, it not no, it's, it's kind of this like Hopefully dark no joke. Hopefully, no one's boyfriends are listening. <laughs> okay. It's just yeah. this dark joke. It's this dark joke. I'm sorry. Uh, um. Yeah, it's funny. And so, Mina is on a mission to pressure Mariam into conceiving and giving birth to the first child so that your womb doesn't ache too badly. No, correct? I, yeah, I just want to play with some little kids that are mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Benny has some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. babysit. Yeah. <laughs> Aww, well, you know, as as I every single one of you, I adore every single one of you so much. I my kids are my dearest and closest friends and um, great allies. Um Mariam was um really helpful for me even during really dark times in my life. You know, way before I even knew I was gonna get a divorce and have some complications, you were counseling me from the back seat of the car. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Very, very much. So Mish, Misha's turn? Like, we're going to describe Misha now? Oh, okay. Do I go, go again? I'll okay, go you go first. Um, let's see. Misha's our, she's our uh, funny, kind of crazy, but good. Crazy. <laughs> she's yeah. crazy. But it's good. It's really good. <laughs> what? Please describe Don't more. Don't hold back. No, that's Just okay. Go and let it it's, fly. it's crazy in a Just good let it fly. way. Oh, yeah. You're it's funny as heck. Way. Yeah. Um, She's like very a wild child. Yeah, she's a wild <laughs> child. Yeah. I mean, and she is her own person. No no one yeah. can sway that. And a good example would be our stocking stuffers this year. <laughs> um, Mina and I got, you know, underwear and beauty products and jewelry. And Misha's didn't fit in her stocking because they were trekking poles from REI. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the industrial, <laughs> the industrial. mountain kind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know where I'm going to use them because I live in Texas. They're in a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> when you come News home. to come, yeah, where I use them. Yeah. But, I, I always think of Misha as the glue that kind of keeps yeah, the family totally. together. Definitely. Because your humor and your just kind of relaxed character, you know, it keeps us all together. We certainly appreciate it. We miss you when you're not home. Thanks, yeah. And you keep me in shape. You make sure I work out. You walk with me. <laughs> Apparently you're going to be climbing some mountains. Yeah. She, yeah. We hiked <laughs> yeah. a mailbox this past summer yeah, yeah, yeah and that's a pretty big hike yeah. and so you keep all you run with your dad so we're going to be looking good and young thanks to Mish Mish <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she keeps the family very grounded she, she does. does yeah like yeah. she she's the best person to be far away because um she literally like maintains relationships with all of us like my phone will go off and I'll be doing something and I'm like oh I can't talk to her right now because I literally talked to her 20 minutes ago and then Mariam's phone will go off and my dad's phone will go off like she calls everyone and, and they hate it no she's acting like she likes it no I like it. it I yeah. love it we like it very much <laughs> so now I guess it's about the little one let yeah. me start okay okay <laughs> so we're all very ambitious and I know we've discussed that before on the show but I think Mina might be the most ambitious I don't know you're the most educated so that far that doesn't mean anything though <laughs> I don't know if that means anything I just happen to really like school and I like to be a student but a professional student a professional yes nothing wrong professional with <laughs> no nope. no yeah um but even in my work what Mina tells me she's doing and her drive for you know just you studying for the LSATs or a course you're in it's exceeded how I pictured myself in school and what I actually did. So I think out of the four of us, you are probably the most ambitious. We mm -hmm. all are, I would say. Hmm. And, I don't know, your passion for your work and your career, it's really admirable. Oh, nice. And I'm excited for you. I know. I really do think you will be able to handpick any law school that you want. <laughs> and I can't wait to see which one it will be. You're oh, making thanks. her nervous. Right. I know. Now everyone's I have I have a good feeling about okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> Those LSAT scores are not quite in the inbox yet. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I'm thanks, super glad that I had three kids. 
you know, because, you know, you have one. I was you, the mistake. No, yeah. <laughs> you were you were the little surprise. You yeah, know? let's reframe that. <laughs> yeah, the surprise. surprise. Yeah. And, you know, when your dad and I were married and before we had kids, before we had Mariam, we thought, oh, we're going to have six. You know, we wanted a big family. We had Mariam and went, oh, my gosh, we're having two. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then and then we had two and we're like, OK, we're done. And then we had our, our surprise. And I'm just so grateful that I had you because I would be so lonely right now and I wouldn't be having as much fun as I have. You are entertaining. You're you're very insightful. And uh, you you're another reason why everybody keeps coming home because you still live at home. So thank you. I love having you around. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Am I turn now? Yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> let's see. Mina is. Well, you already used one of the words to describe her, but she's extremely passionate. There's not... Um, her eyes got all big. I know. Yeah. She knows what I'm going to say, probably. About? They're there, always kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's not um, unheard of to have guests over at the house and have them engage in a political conversation <laughs> with Mina, oh. where I think she's going to crawl across the table and rip someone's <laughs> hair out <laughs> but it's good and it's and she teaches a lot and yeah, she does. that's what I love about her and what I love about Misha too is that even though I'm the big sister I feel like I learn a lot from them every day and no matter how old oh, so anyone true. is you know they have a lot of um, knowledge to share so yeah we're, we're keeping her out of you. Texas while, while Misha's there <laughs> do not come to Texas <laughs> yeah there might there might be some protesting in your backyard I love Texas I know you do and we're but so thrilled that you do if, you don't, if you're not very open-minded and you grew up in the Kirkland area slash Seattle area it might be a little rough for you <laughs> yeah I think you were the only one who voted Democrat mom you think no we're not gonna go there they've already cut you off yeah she always wishes I you don't really know how I voted do you no that's true but yeah I do I remember I'm intuitive so I do know a lot of things about you guys (laughs) so uh, you know at some point we are going to take calls but we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry show so I think you've got a little intro to the girls you know not necessarily a traditional intro but more of a heartfelt intro into our relationship And we're very blessed to not only get to be related to each other, but to love each other. And we'll be right back. And before that, let's give out the number, and you're welcome to give us a call. Toll-free, 877-825-8828. That's toll-free for the Marie Manucherry Show, 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. Become a Reiki master the weekend of March 1st through March 3rd at the Hyatt House in Redmond, Washington. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for more details. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for a unique idea this holiday season? Well, Marie is bundling her CDs and DVDs at exceptionally low prices. Visit her website today and take advantage of this limited time offer. Product bundles are available online at EnergyIntuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. 
Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Get your smile on with Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Remanu Cherry Show. We're live here in the studio, and I'm blessed and honored to have three of my favorite people in the world in the studio with me, my daughters. And so my, my first question to you before we go to answering the phone lines, because we are going to do that today. Um, every year on the air, the girls actually help answer questions with me, because intuition is a big part of our lives, something we intuitively work on individually and together all the time. Whether people realize it or not, um, we ask each other questions a lot. And um, we trust each other's input. It's really fun, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how has um, the work that I do influenced you in your everyday lives, especially as it relates to your traditional fields? Because all of you have chosen traditional fields for careers and education. Mm-hmm. So how has that influenced you? <laughs> not, not everybody jump at once. <laughs> Uh, why is everyone looking at me? Okay, I don't know. Because you're the, you're the oldest. <laughs> I know. You I always take have the to lead. go first. You have to take the lead. You don't have to go first. Um, no. Well, so I'm an engineer, and so I don't really use intuition. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Really? No. You're never in a, in a situation at work where you, like, use your gut feeling for something? No. I mean, not talking about, like, designing a plane. Please don't ever use your gut feeling <laughs> for that. That's funny. But I, mean, I, guess- I don't know, like... I don't know, maybe a conflict with someone. I mean, if you don't, that's fine. I just. I mean, maybe during, you know, our meetings our, and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. during our performance management with our manager, I kind of you can get nervous and stuff. And then you check actually, in intuitively and go, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fine," kind of a thing. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes to like what I actually do, it's uh-huh. very, it's just yeah. very analytical. Like mm-hmm. I don't use that side of my brain. I guess, so do you kind of so. think that 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 intuitive part kind of just goes quiet while, yeah. when you walk into the building yeah and then but unless there's a conflict or a problem because you talk to me and you love work so much which mm-hmm. is so cool that you get to you work mostly with men I mean sometimes mm-hmm. you're the only woman in a boardroom yeah right yeah and and you you know have meetings with all kinds of interesting people at work who have you know uh, big careers at Boeing and, and so do you use your intuition like that as you're getting ready to walk into a big boardroom and and share something um no no. I just kind of wing it. <laughs> I think also that we just normalize it. So yeah, I think so, you know? too. It's just so, a part of you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about you, Mish? I also am in a very science-based field, but I also am a researcher. So I feel like when I'm coming up with new designs for experiments and that kind of thing, I definitely tune into more of my creative side, Um and I use my intuition in that sense. And for me, I think it's really beneficial because I didn't grow up. I work in agriculture. I didn't grow up on a farm. And so I can come up with these really crazy ideas where someone who might have, you know, has more black and white perspective on farming might not come up with. Mm. So, yeah, I guess I have a little more freedom with my work maybe than you do. Um, so I feel like I use it almost daily. Mm-hmm. And especially since I'm working with individuals that um, are very different than me, I kind of use it to keep myself grounded and remind myself that, um, okay, I need to work with these people, but we might not see eye to eye on several issues. Wow. Yeah. So it helps you to maintain, this is what my favorite part of intuition is, is it helps you to maintain reverence, you know, for yourself and for others, you know, that Mm -hmm. really sacred space inside of you where you 
have great respect for everyone around you and for your own being. I mean, that's one of the things I love about in- intuition. Yeah. What about you, Mina? Um, well, I do research too, but human rights research. Um, and uh, I read a lot of documents and it can be like incredibly draining. So sometimes, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, <laughs> but I mean, sometimes I get like intuitive hunches about things and then that like directs me towards certain, I think sometimes that that's what makes me successful researching because yeah. I don't know, I have a feeling about like where I should look for something, which honestly, 50% of the time I'm totally, it's totally fruitless. But um, <laughs> But I think like other tools, too, that you've taught me, like um, I'm really empathetic and I like research really kind of depressing, like terrible things. And so I have to like learn to detach. So at the beginning, it used to be really draining and I'd like think about it constantly. And so I think that those are like the tools that I use. Mm. I think I normalize intuition a lot. Um, But yeah, like the tools for like shutting shutting off like there's nothing I can do in Kirkland in Central America at eight o'clock on a Tuesday you know what I mean like I just need to like have dinner and go to bed so it sounds like you're pretty real sensitive to yeah, those yeah. Uh, things that you read and it's hard for you to pull away because you get so engrossed with them yeah it's been and, so yeah. right for your for your uh, profession then you really have to do separate yourself so yeah. for me it's another example too for all the shows that I run you know I've got to yeah. stay linear with a lot of the shows but I also dip in every once in a while emotionally but I've got to then pull myself back exactly. out, you know, yeah. and, I, and I also have to leave my stuff at the door before I come in too. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. people right. can hear that. Sure. And they the can feel it. Right. So mm-hmm. when I lost my dad and my grandma all in the same couple months, mm-hmm. very emotionally draining mm-hmm. for me. And I had to come in here and be like, hey, it's, you know, sunny out again. Yeah. yeah. And they can hear it if I don't sound the way I normally would. They're like, oh, something's up with Benny. Why did he say his weather that way? Or his <laughs> news update or, you know, he was on this right. show. He sounds really like detached a little mm-hmm. right. so in yeah. similar situation, yeah, situation totally. to you totally and it can be like a waste of your energy mm-hmm. too you right. know so yeah. being present is huge yes. yeah you know, it's exactly. an important part of life because mm-hmm. life continually changes constantly right it's never always going to be what it was five minutes ago right. even if it was mm-hmm. amazing right. right like i'm so happy i'm actually proud that we all got here you know <laughs> dressed <laughs> mascara lipstick on tea coffee peanut butter bar half of mine in my body um in a timely manner. And we actually had a lot of fun in the car getting here. Yeah. And and that comes from being present, yeah. you know, doing yeah. our best to be present. It's like one of those old family trips. We're off to the radio station, you know. <laughs> yeah. you know. How many slug bugs? You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Stop punching me. Are we there yet? <laughs> I can feel it. So why don't we go ahead and go to a caller and answer their question? Sure. Let's take a Creed from Muckleteal. Hello, Creed. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? Um. Very well, very well. I want to say thank you for having your girls on. I've, I've absolutely loved listening this morning. It's Aww, been great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> they, you know, they actually like coming on the show, or, but somehow I failed to let Misha know um, that she w- that we were going live today. Uh, and she Failed to let me know about a lot of things. Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I haven't been keeping her updated. And was, was it two days ago that I go, oh, then we're going to the radio show on Thursday. I go, what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, so what can we do for you? I actually um, am just calling today to see if you have any insights um, as to any type of relationship coming into my life. I um, ended a 10-year relationship with my ex-partner, and it's coming up on four years. Hmm. And I kind of feel like I'm moving in a, in a new direction. I kind of feel some stirrings of something new coming along, but I'm not sure yet if that's just this crazy I want it or am I ready for it <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of get your insight on that yeah and and maybe three other people's insight too sure uh, yeah okay. I, I actually do feel it I, I do feel it um coming around the corner I think four years is a, a nice amount of time you feel calm to me and relax and at peace in your life and that's a really important component to attracting healthy partnership um uh, so I, I actually do think it's very close uh, anybody else want to give their input well the there's a you can actually see your question on the screen, so it was in front of us before we heard you. Unless you don't have your glasses on, and oh. then you can't. Well, I was looking at it because it's right in front of me, and at first I was thinking that I was maybe going to ask you if you wanted one, but just to comment on what you said, Mom, how calm yeah. that she sounds. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to welcome a relationship in. I agree um, that you're not. Uh, what's the word? You're not desperate, desperate for one, yeah. that, for sure, because right. that's never a good start. Yeah, right. 
I think I was there a, long, a while ago, and I think I've I've really moved beyond that and am ready and, and open to mm-hmm. something new. Um, just I just kind of wanted to, I guess, get your but yeah, input no, as to, just, am I ready? Oh yeah, I think you're mm-hmm. ready. And and there's a new tool that I think um, well, it's probably not new to everyone, maybe just to um, some people like myself, but I would really work on your self-worth, you know, just really valuing yourself because when you're attracting a partner, if you're, if you're valuing you, you have this great reverence for other people. It's easy for you to value others. I think it's sometimes more challenging to value ourselves. Um, One of the things that Mean and I were talking about recently is we are all very driven and sometimes that can make us critical to ourselves, self-critical, which is not really healthy. So if you can spend some time, like, you know, maybe a mantra, I have an abundance of self-worth, you know, just repeating it silently throughout the day. I think it'll uh, allow you to attract an even more loving and compatible partner. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Great. Could I ask one more question about my spirit guides? Sure, it's the holidays. Go. Okay. (laughs) Sure. And what, do you have a direct question or? Um, I spoke with you back in April and I was going through a transition at that time. And the spirit guides at that time were making a transition in mm. themselves. So mm. just wanted to see if there was any update with that. Okay. All right. Is, I was, do you girls think about your spirit guides at all? No. Sometimes. Misha does. Okay. So sometimes, yeah. And then, but no, not the other two. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and so in terms of numbers, like, is that what you're thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you have eight. Okay. Yeah. And that's a very great number. It's an affinity sign. So it's a lot of movement, positive energy. A great time to be thinking of your self-worth. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Marie, and I bless you and your girls. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Thanks, Creed, for calling in. Leaves another line open here at the Marie Manucherry mm-hmm. Show. We are live today. It's after Christmas, and uh, the holidays are still upon us. New Year's is right around the corner. So if you want to give us a call, 877-825-8828. Again, it's 877-825-8828. Let's take now Suzanne calling from Ellensburg. Hi, Suzanne. Good morning. Good morning. Ooh, really nice to hear your voice and to uh, see you all this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we uh, do for you? Um, I have been really aware of, uh, painfully aware of my tendency to be critical of people mm. and myself. And I feel like uh, I, I need some help moving past that, uh, learning what I can learn from it. And, and how to transform it. I think it's a fabulous question. Anybody want to comment on that? <laughs> You're all looking at me. Yeah, we're all looking at me. Just a little. <laughs> You're up. I think I'm the worst person to comment on it. That's my issue, too. Okay, well, what do you do Yeah, about what do you do it? about right. it? Because you also have enormous compassion, and I know Suzanne, she does, too. So, well, so what yeah, do you do? Well, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm critical of, like, yeah, I just, I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so divided. I'm so compassionate and right. so critical at the same time. I don't know. It's so, it's so confusing. Um, I don't know. I just kind of think of it as like a waste of energy that like it darkens me. That's mm. what I, that's how I think of it. So mm. um, it, I feel a huge separation right. between myself and others when I'm, when I'm really engaging in criticism. Yeah. It hurts me. Yeah, and you just never really know anyone's situation. So I just feel like, like I, I feel like it's a contradiction to like what I do in life. Like I research, research things really thoroughly. I like come up with holistic answers for things, and then there I am, like just prematurely passing judgment on someone. So I don't really think that it's fair. And I, I don't know. I just think it creates like negative energy and karma for you and stuff. So that's how I, I think agree. of it. But so how do you like? What's the quickest way to get out of it? Or like, what do you do? mentally to shift your energy somewhere else sometimes I think about like what if I actually said that out loud <laughs> like how I mean I know that that's no, bad, but great. like how just absolutely inappropriate that would be or something I mean I'm gonna have a terrible reputation very <laughs> honest but yeah, you know like great. how or you know if I were judging myself how would I think because I don't know so I tend to think that when we're uh, critical in our minds or thoughts about others, it's a reflection of what we feel about ourselves in some regard. And and so that's how I think about it. When I notice that I'm being critical in my mind or judgmental, I'm like, wow, what am I feeling about me today? You know, in my, in my heart of myself, am I disappointed in me again? And then I spend some time appreciating me. And that generally allows me to be more um, 
compassionate towards others or respectful. Yeah, although I must say, Mina, you did a great job. Um, we do do a holiday dinner of some sort, either Thanksgiving or Christmas, with um, the girls and their father and I. And um, after a few glasses of wine, I, I, I kind of let a few things slip out, you know, from the past. Uh, and, and I even gave myself a talk, like, I'm not going to say anything mean this year. You excuse yourself from the table? You only had one comment. It was yeah. the best I've ever seen you. Yeah. yeah. I, you actually I improved. did really well. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really impressed. As opposed to previous years? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. out of control again. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, but no, I, I, must, I must admit that Mina gave me a glare oh. <laughs> as I said it. She just, she locked her Ooh. eyes on me. And that was my last negative comment for the for the evening. And I'm really grateful that you did that because. So yeah. there's perks to being critical. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I you know, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I'm really happy that I only got one out. And it was actually kind of funny. So um, at least I think it was. <laughs> I hope that it was anyway. I hope that's helpful, Suzanne. It is. It's very helpful. Okay. We're all human. We're all doing the best we can. So we just need to remind ourselves of that. And so is everyone else. Right, right. Thank you so much. You're happy welcome. New Year to you all. New Year. Happy Thank New Year. you. Happy yeah. New Year. So, Thanks very much. Yes. Thank you. And speaking of the New Year, before we go to our next break, um, <laughs> what are your plans for 2013. Do you guys have any goals? Be less critical. <laughs> <laughs> Be less critical. No, but but really, do you have, I mean, since we're talking about ambitious people, um, what plans do you have? Or what's the term that we use for the new year? Res- res- Resolution. Oh, uh, resolutions. Yeah, yeah. We, we mm-hmm. couldn't remember that word. Yeah, we don't like that word, I don't think. Yeah, we're not fans of that. we kept going back to it Yeah. Um, when we were just the four of us discussing Today and I I don't think we that word sits well with us. Yeah, resolutions. Yeah. So plans, Mari. Do you have plans for the new year? Um, get my dog under control. <laughs> that <would> totally be <laughs> one. <laughs> Luckily, my you boyfriend's can, been helping a lot, so that's been. You can always ship her to me. I know. She's a little. She's too cute. That's the problem. She's so cute, and so yeah. she gets away with a lot. And I'm slowly becoming aware more of aware that. With the fact that I'm a pushover, and this is only gonna translate into my kids. Is the dog's oh. wardrobe just battling yours? No, she doesn't have oh, clothes. She's, sure. she's got tons she of fur. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's really can't, cute. You can't even she's see a her harness. Or oh, she's, okay. she's, a, she's an awesome accessory, though. Yeah, she really <laughs> is. Yeah, she's adorable. But she's a brat, and so uh-huh. that's that's a goal of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's to a good goal. The, to control the brattiness? To control the yeah. brattiness, yes. <laughs> and you're thinking that, this, that if you don't get this under control, it may flow into parenthood kind in of. the future kind of scaring me. <laughs> like if i have three of those running around i'm gonna that are... lose my mind yeah, so. <laughs> and they're so cute yeah i know oh no, so that's probably a goal and then you know the usual saving money you know that kind of thing which i think we inherited from from family <laughs> i'm like actually much shopping. better at that <laughs> But uh, yeah, we we are good shoppers. I yes, must admit. Great shoppers. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about you, Mish? I don't know. I hate to bring it back to work, but that's <laughs> kind of what my life is about. Um, I'm just excited for my research project to take off because it's going to this summer, and I get to work in a whole new crop. Cotton. So I'm excited to learn everything there is to know about cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm being reminded of you emailed me the picture of the cotton machine. You know, oh, a stripper. She, is that what it's called, mm-hmm. a stripper? Yeah, because she was, like, super excited. She was sick, actually, had a horrible flu. But the, food some, poisoning. Food poisoning, yeah. okay. And she was in Texas. We're not there helping her. And one of the guys on your team, or whatever you want to call him, he texted her and said, we're going to be harvesting cotton. And you're like, oh, my God, the machine's there. So she get, drives there. I have in, like, 25 hours. <laughs> I went out and, like, you have to wear a mask, goggles, stomp on cotton for, like, hours in the back of this. Just This metal cage is essentially what it is. And it was fun. <laughs> and the boys were like, we're so surprised that Simple you were pleasure, enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because you did it for like 10 hours. I don't know. It was a little, yeah. <laughs> it was a long day. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we know what you're going to be doing next year. And what about you, Mina? Um, well, I, be, be less critical, actually, <laughs> is one of them. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I think I need to find like a creative outlet. I've been realizing that I'm just I'm really like always in my head. Um, so which Mariam and I talk about all the time. Uh, so yeah, just like I don't even know in what like medium it's going to be, but I just need to like 
kind Mark of can actually explore my creative side. Yeah, you guys could buddy up help. on that. Yeah. yeah I'd like to also be included. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you all love each other. That that is probably um It's the, unconditional. It really is. It's just the greatest gift a mother could have is, you know, to have kids and then to have them love each other. Like, wow, I'm I know your dad your dad feels exactly the same way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so should we take a break here and we'll be right back. Join Marie in Tempe, Arizona for two exciting events at Changing Hands Bookstore, January 11th and 12th. Friday night, Marie will be giving a talk on spirit guides. Find out how Marie's guides encouraged her to write her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Saturday afternoon, Marie will be teaching a workshop on how to manifest your dreams in 2013. To register for these events, please call Changing Hands Bookstore at 480-730-0205. Manson Mitchell welcome the Dream Detective, Mimi Pettibone, Friday morning at 10. Harness the power of your dreams to create a life worth living in the coming year. On Saturday, we look back with our annual year in review show with the best and worst of 2012. In the second hour, we look forward to 2013 with predictions from some of our favorite intuitives. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk Station, AM 1150. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. This coming March, Marie will be making her way back to the East Coast. She's excited to announce that she will be attending the Virginia Festival of the Book March 20th through the 24th. Before Marie heads off to Charlottesville, she will make a stop in Asheville, North Carolina at Malaprop's Bookstore Tuesday, March 19th at 7 p.m. Marie will give a talk and sign copies of Intuitive Self-Healing. Find out more about these events and others in 2013 at energyintuitive.com. Conscious living for conscious people. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I'm having the pleasure and the fun of interviewing three of the most loveliest people in my life, my daughters, Mariam, Misha, and Mina. And yes, people really do call us the M&M family. Um, so it gets a little confusing, actually. We're taking your calls. So what number can people use? Sure. They can give us a call. Uh, let's see. Locals, 425-373-5527. But we also have a toll-free number, and I'd like to give that out. It's 877-825-8828. So we'll go with that one. And lines are open. And this is after Christmas. This is a live show today. So I know a lot of people right. are kind of out in holiday spirit and returns are galore or they're <laughs> taking gift cards back and they want to get what they really, really want. <laughs> yeah. um, so when you're out cruising around, give us a call for the Marie Manutory Show. Again, it's 877-825-8828. Lovely, lovely. So one of the things we have talked about a lot in our family, because we've had experiences of death um, since all of you were quite young, um, we've had relatives pass away and friends and um, 
you know, it's it's been a little challenging, but it's something that we've talked about a lot in our household because, of course, I don't believe that anybody dies. And you've all actually had even experiences, I think, even mystical experiences with um, loved ones or people that you've known. So what are your feelings about the other side? You know, what, what do you think about it? How does it relate to you in your life while you're in a body? How does it connect with you? They're all looking at each other. I know, other. right? Who's um, going to go first? I'll go first. Great. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to have a very good answer. Um, That's not I true. Just, Don't be so I, critical. I, <laughs> See, we need to work on this. All right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, my mom just has like a really great theory and everything. Yeah. I just, I really kind of feel indifferent about it. Right. Um, but I haven't had anyone like incredibly close to me die. I mean, I guess grandpa dying like was maybe the closest with him. Mm-hmm. Um but I just I feel like a total peace with it. Like I don't feel like I um, need to force a theory or like right. follow a certain sort of religion or anything. But um, and I feel very spiritual about it. Like I I feel like something definitely happens. I I feel okay with wherever they went. But I just I don't know for sure. Maybe I need like hard evidence. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I think maybe if someone like a little bit more close to me passes, then. It'll make more sense to me. But just for right now, I, you know, I, I just kind of listen to like and validate like anyone's um, beliefs. And I think that like it's just a really personal thing. It is a personal so, thing. Yeah. And, but, and I think it's all really similar, but people have like different terms for it. And sure. You know, even like spirit guides, I think like maybe you could call you could use other terms. And so um, I don't know. That's just how I feel. But you've all even had experiences where you've seen people who aren't in a body anymore. I mean, every single one of you. And so do you think because of the way that we talk about it, that you, you've been comfortable with that? You didn't go screaming from a room or, you know, like you allowed yourself to have the experience. And maybe that's why it just seems really kind of natural and normal for you. It's not unusual for you to have kind of a multisensory experience. Yeah, I think that we're just open to like all possibilities, you mm-hmm. know, like nothing really surprises us. Mm-hmm. At least for me, yeah. I just am like, like, well, I, I agree. I think. I mean, for some reason, we always went to funerals and not weddings when we were little. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing. We would ask, hey, can we bring so-and-so to, you know, uncle, whoever's I did have funeral. play dates at. Yeah. I mean, That's it awesome. was just, that was just kind of what happened when well, we were little. And I think and even like the Muslim burials are so yeah. intimate. So that even got us acquainted yeah. with death. And they're early. very dramatic. So I think we've seen the worst that it could ever be really I don't know I mean they're just very involved they're very I don't know they're just very passionate about really close to their families yeah sure and it's really sad but I think when you see that when you're little it's kind of you just accept it more and um I don't know just with mom with what she does obviously and just the conversations we've had and I've had a lot of people in my life pass away a lot of friends and you've actually seen them after they've passed well when that was when I was really really young but um well, maybe not so young. I'm yeah. even thinking like maybe like five or six years ago, you saw someone who passed away no. or felt their presence, maybe. I don't. You don't think no. so? Oh, it okay. was when I was really young. <laughs> okay. But, um, but it was, I don't know, for me, I just, I'm kind of like Mina. I I feel like I'll just find out when I get there or um, everyone kind of has their own perspective. I think there is a place where everyone goes and it's beautiful and it's, Maybe Mina's heaven is different than mine or so on sure. and so forth. But um, I don't know. I don't really waste time or thinking about it. It's just mm-hmm. I'm at peace with it. And um, I just I don't think it's a bad thing because everyone passes away. So um, I don't know. I don't really focus too much energy on it, I guess. Lovely. M- Misha, do you have any thoughts about it? Um, I agree with some of the comments Mina made, I'm also pretty open. I really like to hear um, other people's beliefs, and I don't think that mine are necessarily right. Um, But I will say that I've probably adopted a lot of your beliefs, Mom. Um, Just certain things that people say to you make sense or they don't, and maybe it's maybe because I'm biased and you're my mom that some (laughs) of the things you say make a lot of sense to me. But... um, when I hear you talk about the other side, it clicks for me. And so I would say a lot of your beliefs I probably share. Mm. And if someone told us tomorrow that they for sure know this is how it is and we are wrong, that's fine too. Right. I'm right. I would I'm open to that and I right. would accept that. But 
being here present on earth, there's no way you could really know. And so I think you somehow have some kind of answer that makes sense for you right now. And that could change too. Absolutely. That could change in 20 years for me. Absolutely. I love that. It's great. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. We'll take uh, Sammy, who is waiting, and she's calling in from Seattle. Hi, Sammy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm really enjoying the show today. It's fun to um, listen to um, all of you. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, So I guess my question is just um, any insights um, any of you would have on finding my passion and sort of direction for life again? I feel like I've just been treading water for about the last year or so. I think that's a really great question for these three people who do live their passion. So, you guys, any suggestions? <laughs> They're looking at me. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, I always kind of look at, like, what's, like, been, like, that common thread f- through all those years. It's, like, it's not always the most obvious thing or it hasn't always played, like, a leading role in your life, but it's always been there. So... Um, like I started UW, um, a biochemistry major and I wanted to go to medical school and I was really good at science. So it wasn't like I stopped, you know, like pre-med track because I wasn't good at science or something, but I just always took like political human rights classes as my electives. Um, and they just brought me a lot of joy, but I just never thought for a second that I would actually pursue that until I dropped my biochem major major during my final Yeah, I remember that phone call. Um, (laughs) And called my mom crying. (laughs) Is that okay? I go, of course. I I literally walked into the dean's office and was like, I'm dropping my major right now. So so I don't know, just whatever those common, whatever that like, just it's always been there. Like it's always consistent. It's not forced. I kind of think of that as your passion because – you're, I mean, even if you're pursuing your passion, there's going to be moments when you don't like it, you know, where it's just act. And so you just always it's just like consistent. It's not forced. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. It yeah. Does. Is there anything that you could see yourself doing that you're scared to do for some reason? Um, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it's, um, you know, leaving sort of my very safe corporate job and stepping out into more in a um, intuitive metaphysical side um, that is where my joy is. Um, and that was the word that stuck out before um, in finding the common thread. But the word that, that really I heard was joy because you, you followed that which was giving you joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Misha has a plaque, although it's at the house right now because we can't mail it to Texas. And it says, um, pay attention to what you love. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, usually, and usually fear is about go in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think, Maryam? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's kind of hard. Um, I'm the kind of person where I kind of I'll try just a lot of things and then kind of just see what makes you happy. And it doesn't have to be, you know, changing your job or you know, changing a class or whatever. It could be, you know, just surrounding yourself with maybe different friends or activities or, I don't know, getting a pet or, I don't know, it could be a lot of things. Like you don't have to, you don't have to, um, I don't know, do something extreme, I guess, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. But Or if, if it is career related yeah. to, like you said, you're scared about leaving corporate America. And I think that there's like, you have to be realistic. Like every, I mean- Having job security like creates yeah, exactly. a lot of peace in your right. life too. So maybe like easing into something like yeah. instead of spending like two hours watching TV at night, like maybe spend those two hours mm-hmm. like pursuing a hobby that so it would like make the transition smoother so that right. you don't have that panic. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because right. so, I think that we have a lot more time in our days than than we, than we think. realize. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so um right. What did we watch the other night? No. <laughs> like we've watched like all of season two Homeland. Like <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I could have <laughs> yeah. done that. That is so how much, much time you have a whole season of Homeland. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. No. So yeah, you know, true. you could I could have spent that time doing other things. Right. But. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Like if you want to do something metaphysical or holistic, maybe you know, read read books on it or take classes or 
do something on your own time because you're right it is scary especially during this time you yeah, can't and you just don't want to quit yeah you have to like you still and... have like your basic necessities exactly like, you have to pay your rent or your yeah. mortgage or you know so i don't think that you should be ashamed of like being scared of leaving your job yeah. because i think that that's that's normal yeah that's know? totally normal because i mean you even eased into your practice i did i eased into it i did and and then I was just lucky when I had to go because at one point I was actually court ordered to go back to the hospital full time. Um, yeah, my kids are looking at me kind of surprised, but yeah, um, because wow. yeah, I was um, I had a small practice at home and I was working on call at the hospital and I was getting a divorce and I had asked for full custody, and so the judge said that I could I couldn't afford to take care of my kids and so he court ordered me to go back to the hospital full time, and I just happened to be very very blessed. I was telling my clients. Um, that I wasn't going to um, uh, be able to see them often, and one of them was an osteopath. And she said, well, why don't you come work in my clinic full-time? And um, and that should, you know, encourage the, the judge. And so sure enough, that's what I did. I left the hospital. I took a leave of absence, and within a week I was seeing 25 people a week um, as a practitioner, and I made more money than I did as a nurse, and so I was able to... Um, convinced the judge to sign off in my career choice. But yeah, that was a big deal for me. But it was still like really scary at the beginning. Like totally, I remember yeah, we yeah. would like count her clients. <laughs> and be like, yeah. okay, mom, like we have seven this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, what happened is after a while I left the osteopath's office and I brought my, my um, work back home because I wanted to spend more time with my children as a single parent. Um, so yeah. So that's what happened Thank to you. me. So do you think this will be helpful? It is very helpful. Okay. Good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we wish yes. you the greatest, um, the greatest beautiful blessings in your new career. We truly do because we know what it feels like to do something that you love. It's all about baby steps, I think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of a, comp- a combination of all your guys' answers as far as what she needs yeah. to be doing. You know, Just totally. start small and work your way up. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. And then take that leap. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. I think we have time for maybe Linda just before we run Great. off. And Linda from Portland's calling in. Hi, Linda. Hi, Marie. Um, I'm enjoying so much listening to you and your daughters. It's so heartwarming because I saw them so many years ago when they were little girls. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. What can we do for you? Well, I have been trying, as you know, many years trying to change things in my life and to be braver. And I'll listen to what you just said about stepping into a place where you felt and insecure, trying to make the security that you were needing to keep your, have the full custody of your daughters really kind of hit home. And one day I was meditating and finally, just in the meditation, an affirmation came to me and it was, um, I release and allow my adult children to take care of themselves. I know they're safe. I know they're capable and I now take care of me. Wow. That's a great one. I know. But it's been like the hardest thing in the world for me to do because (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted to do everything I can to make their life better, which I think in the long run has made it worse. And now um, that they're in their 30s and things are really getting harder for them because they're learning to finally take care of themselves and that I'm not doing that anymore. I know. I know that's a hard one. Uh, it certainly was every time a kid went to college as I disengaged more. You know, it was it was the hard on me. Emptiness. Yeah, it was hard, you know, because I wasn't there all yeah. the time. Yeah, it is hard. But it's I think the best thing you could ever do for anyone. You know? I know. Yeah. I know. So, for yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Yeah. They're all nodding their heads. Yes, they all are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank are. you so much for calling in and keep up that affirmation. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. So, can you believe it that our our hour is up? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, it is. It's totally up. Okay, they were looking at each other. Well, I just want to thank everyone who's listening to the show for opening up your hearts and your homes to me and my daughters today. It has been our pleasure and honor to bring, we hope, some happiness and insight into your lives. And thank you, girls, again for coming onto the show. Um, I feel blessed to have you in my lives. I love you so much, every single one of you. I love you too. Bye bye.